0: What is up, buddies? I got a great one planned for you today. You're gonna love it. I promise you're gonna love it. And welcome. I'm Brock Moser, founder of co-founder. Sorry, Mitch. Co-founder of Frost Buddy, also the host of the Frost Buddy podcast. So here we talk about all things entrepreneurship, motivation, fitness. Um, you know, whatever the heck I can think of. Uh, answer questions from customers. All things that I can do. To Give you entertainment and give you something to listen to. So, you know, I think it might just be family and friends that listen to it right now, but we're going to get there because I'm going to ask you right now to just share the show if you find some value. So all I can do is help one, two people at a time. If I can do that, then by God, it's absolutely worth it. So today, you know, I'm actually going off of a LinkedIn post that I made um, and it got a lot of love and, you know, it was just talking about Our story for the last two years and growing this multi million dollar business for, you know, two years now. We're finally, I think, past the two year mark, which is crazy to think because, like, it's just flying by. Like, and I think it's just because there's so much learning. There's so much when you start a business like this that just goes into it, right? And there's so many experiences, highs, lows, all of that. So I'm just going to dive into it a little bit of just like, you know, what the last two years, if I could look back. You know, when we were starting two years ago, you know, what would I tell Brock, right? What would I tell him is going to happen and what is the journey going to be like? And just what have I learned, you know, because I think there's a lot in that, that you look back and you're like, whoa, (laughs) I can't believe we've done that. I can't believe we've done all of that. Mom and dad always tell me to write a book because they're like, it's so interesting to see and hear just the story of like, there's just so many experiences, right? That you just can't, you can't possibly you know, get through all of them. So I'm gonna try my best to just like keep it concise and see see where it goes. Honestly, so you know, I posted this thing about two years ago. Um, it was fulfilling our first ever retail order, and it was 600 units to Liquor Barn in Kentucky's like 20 locations. We were fired up. I mean, Mitch and I like two 600 Slims, and it was such a crappy product. But like they they took it. Hell, they might still have some, to be honest. So I don't even know. But um, we didn't have. I mean, we had nothing. We had a slim can cooler in a white box, no barcode, no retail label, no signage. I don't even know if we had. Like, I think we had the logo, but it was not even. We've changed the logo three times since then. So, you know, I was just on the phone, and thank God she was so nice, and she took flyer on us, and you know, so she ordered six hundred. Well, we only had two thousand, and we're like, oh crap, like. We don't even have bar, like she's like, do you have UPC codes? And we're like, oh yeah, of course we have UPC codes. We d- we didn't even know what a UPC code was. So, <laughs> but of course we're not going to turn that down. We're like, this is going to allow us to buy more. And so, you know, we look it up. What the heck's a UPC code? How do you get a UPC code? How do you print off a UPC code? Cause we got to, I literally went to Mitch's office one day and we just literally took 600 koozies out of the boxes and Put a UPC, a barcode, that's what it is, a barcode on the bottom of them that we had printed out, put them back in the boxes. It was awful. It took forever. But looking back, great story and just great learning, right? Because now it's like when I am ordering product, it's like, Hey, I have, you know, I have the label all like prettied up and ready for retail. I have the barcode like already on the Design so it just prints with the label. I have the box design ready to go with the barcodes on it and like just a full functioning machine at this point, right? Because (coughs) you just learn. Sorry about that. You just learn, right? And it's just one thing after the next. That was just the first thing in terms of retail that we had to learn. And you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so, yeah, looking back. It's just awesome to see like how far you've come when you're just like, oh, a UPC code, are you kidding me? But like when you look back, someone starting might not know what that is. And it's like that's the beauty of the growth and the learning and like starting a business is you don't realize at the time how much you are learning. You don't like someone once told us you're getting a six month MBA. Like you don't need to go. Someone asked me, they're like, Would you go back and get an MBA? I was like, No, I literally I get asked to speak to MBA classes now because that's literally what you're going for is like for what I'm doing. Like if you're starting the business, that's what you're doing and learning. And the entire process is just learning, right? You're learning and growing and it never, ever ends. Like, so I wrote down, it's a lot of things. Entrepreneurship is a lot of things and it's never ending. Never ending, right? And as much as you want to tell yourself that it will be, no, it's not. Like it's just a never ending process, twenty four seven. It's on my mind all the time, and I'm thinking about it. We made the joke the other day that I work from ten to two, and it's like, yep, I do absolutely ten a.m. to two a.m. That is typically there'll be a workout in there, but then that's typically the work hours, and it's fine because it's just what I love to do, and I'm passionate about it, and I love the growth. So that's the next point. It's full of growth. Like if you're not. <laughs> Growing, you are literally you're, the business is dying. If you are not growing, you're dying, and there is nothing more cut and dry than that. And so, entrepreneurship and the small business and frost, but it's all about growth. It's like where can we grow? How can we grow? What do we need to change or do to grow? And what does that look like? So you know, whether that's adding Amazon or adding private label, adding engraving or adding some retailers, like there's so many different ways to grow a business in whatever industry it is. And you will learn that over time. Like we started strictly online, Shopify, you had to buy it at frostbuddy.com. Now there's probably like 12 different ways that you can buy a Frost Buddy, probably more than that, honestly. And, well, I mean, if you want to look at the retail stores, there's thousands of ways, but like if you count retail as one sector, there's dozen different ways that you can buy and a dozen different buckets that we can make income from. And that is going to spark growth. So if we can just continue to grow each of those individual buckets year after year, then we grow, right? And expanding products. And there's just so many different things that we look at. Like I'm looking at it going, okay, (coughs) we're number one on Amazon and koozies, right? And our bottles are really growing on Koozies or our bottles are really growing on Amazon. And so, you know, we have 24 and 40 ounce bottles. So I'm looking at growth going, what if we add 32 ounce bottles? Will that take away from our 40 ounce or will that add growth? Will that add another another segment to that? And then I'm like, okay, what we don't have that other competitors are killing us on are mugs. Like we don't have 20 and 30 ounce mugs. So I'm like, okay, what if we add that at the end of the year? going into the winter season, is that something on Amazon that could bring more growth? And it's just thoughts like that, that just, it never stops, but you're always just, you have to be thinking about what else could we do to keep this train going, to keep this momentum alive. And so, you know, that's just the growth aspect of it. And then I said, oh, I think I just swallowed a fly. God, that's how you know this is just a raw, raw podcast right there. There's no editing here. We're just live, so it is. um, Maybe we'll get there one day. Full of stress, right? And there's, you know, it's on your shoulders at all times, right? Like if I hire family now, there are livelihoods on my shoulders. If something goes wrong, if I'm in Cancun and I get blackmailed, it's on my shoulders, right? It doesn't stop. The stresses don't leave. It's not like some eight to five corporate where when I go home. The business still goes. No, when I go home, if something goes to shit, if something goes wrong, no, it's still on my shoulders. I, I have to go and fix it. And there's just no negotiating that. Like it just, you have to, and it sucks at times. And there's times where you're like, God dang, I wish I had that eight to five. Like, I wish I could go turn it off, but I can't. And that's fine, right? That's just something you have to deal with. That's one of the cons. Everyone will tell you that's one of the cons is that like, it doesn't stop And that stress always follows you and it will pop up at the worst times, I swear. But you learn to deal, you learn how to manage it, you learn how to manage more stress or different stressors. And I think you just get better at dealing with it over time, right? So it's like anything. Humans are unbelievable at adapting to circumstances. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for it, but it's just like that if you're lifting and your muscle has to adapt to more and more weight every single time. It's getting sore, but it's getting more weight and it has to adapt. The mind is doing the same thing with your stress. Like it has to adapt. Now at a certain point, you, you got to do things to fix it or do things to alleviate it. If you can, you can't just let it go. But I do think that you get much better. It just, it's just there, right? It's not affecting you. It's there, but you get better at it. And so, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stress, absolutely, but it's also completely full of freedom. And, you know, whether that's good or bad, I can do my own thing. I can set my own hours, um, all the time. They're all hours all the time. Um, but you know, I have the freedom to go on a trip if I want to. There's just a lot of freedom, right? Like I don't have anyone that I'm answering to. And that's fantastic because I couldn't. And I know that I couldn't. Like I'm aware enough about myself that I absolutely. Could not answer to someone. And so if you're like that and you know that, then starting a, starting a business might be right for you. But if you're not, if you're like, I want someone to tell me what to do, then absolutely working for someone else is the right thing because the sucky part of that freedom is I'm like, yes, I have the most freedom in the entire world that I can do whatever I want when I want. I can live wherever I want. I can work hour, like hours whenever I want. So, the unknowns and the decisions by having that freedom are actually what caused me more stress, you know, going, where do I live then? Because I can go anywhere. Exactly. Most people, they go, Oh, well, my job's here. That's not a decision that has to be made. Most people go, Oh, I have to be at this job. Like I have to be at work at eight o'clock out of fear, out of fear that I'll get fired. There's no one firing me. Should Could I schedule it as eight to five? Absolutely. I could do that. I don't do that right now. Probably will at one point in time, but, but yeah, so that freedom will definitely, you know, cause different stressors, different consequences that it's just, you can't really think of it. People are like, oh, that's not a problem. I'm like, no, it kind of is like not a problem, but like, they don't understand that it actually can be stressful to have that much freedom. Like it really can cause problems. So you just have to be aware of it. And you know, the other fact that I said was it's a lonely process, right? Like you are on your own. Like, yeah, I have a partner uh, and Mitch and like, I have people that can talk to, but still like you're in the fire. (laughs) Like it's your trial and error. It's your journey. And Every single business is different. Every person is different. And no, there's not very many people that I can talk to that are going to understand fully because it's just my own experience. And it's like I'm driving the ship and I'm pointing the direction to where the ship is going. So that can be lonely at times. And you just have to accept That it, that it is, that it's lonely, that you don't have people that are going to relate all the time. You don't have people that are going to understand. People in town are going to ask me, you know, Oh, what are you going to do after college? What job are you going to get? Yada, yada, yada. And you're just like, you don't even have the, you just don't even want to have to explain to them because they're not going to get it. Like they're not going to. And that's okay. But you just have to understand that it is lonely. Um, and you know, what comes with that. Honestly, what comes with all of that, right, is that you build really, really thick skin because it's terrifying, and it's scary, it's stressful, it can get really, really dark at times because there's really low lows where you think everything's going to be gone, and you think everything is just going away. All your work for the last two, three years is just gone. Like, it could be gone. You may, Maybe you go bankrupt, or maybe this happens, or the economy goes to shit. Like, there's so many things that could happen that is terrifying, that it could just put you in the lowest of lows, like, and it just, it's out of your control. Most of the time is out of your control. You got to control what you can control, but what that does and what that I feel like has done to me, it it builds this thick, hard skin that you have to have, whether it's because of your employees, because of employees, you fire just because of external circumstances, um, Maybe it's social media. Like there's so many things. There's so much hate in the world. So much evil that is going to come at you because they don't want to see you be successful. They don't want to see you build this massive business because you're getting better than them because they want you to come down to them and they're just, they don't even realize how much they're doing it and how much hate they're putting out there. And you just got to learn to just let it go. You learn to just be thick skin and just be like, yep whatever is what it is. I'm on my own path. I'm on my own journey. I have people that love me. I have family and friends like that I'm close with. And that's what I need. Right. I have a God that's amazing. Like those are the things that you have to stick to because it's going to, there's going to be so much hate. There's so much evil. And like, at the end of the day, if you have your core values, your core morals in check and aligned, it's like you can deal with all that. You really can. And you know, Something I used to let affect me way, way, way more. But it's like over time, the more experiences that happen, the more experience you get in dealing with certain situations, circumstances, whatever that may be, you just get thicker skin and you're just like, you know what? Like, I've dealt with stuff like this before. It might set me back, but I'm not stopping. And as soon as you set that mindset, as soon as you're like, you know what? It might hurt me. It might set me way back. It might do this or that. It might put me way down in a hole, but it doesn't matter because I'm not stopping. Like, let that sink in. When you, in your mind, know that you are never, ever going to stop, that you're just going to keep pounding the door, you're going to keep going, then none of that stuff matters. What anyone says, that doesn't matter. What, anything outside of your control, if anything happens, like it, That does not matter anymore. And I think that's what I looking, what looking back over the last two years has shown me is like, Hey man, like this could happen. You'll be fine. You'll be fine because you're just going to get up the next day. You're going to start doing what you've been doing. And I think that's why when people that have built crazy things lose it all, that's why they build it back so fast because they know they're not going to stop and they have the skills, they have the experience, they have the knowledge on how to do it now. Before you don't know how to do it. And so you have to go through this huge process and this learning process that I'm currently in that you look back every six months, every year and you're like, wow, I didn't know jack shit, you know, when I was starting or a year ago, like I didn't know anything. Like I will look back next year and I'll be like, wow, I really thought I was preaching well. And I thought I was doing the right things. And I thought I knew what I was doing. I probably have no, I have no clue and it'll be like that. Hopefully for life because you're always learning. You're always trying, you're always failing. And that's and that's the most rewarding thing that there could possibly be, in my opinion, is that you're just always learning and growing. And it's just one huge process. Like I look back at the two years and I'm like, you never, people think that you're gonna get this huge dopamine release off of like, oh, we had this huge sales day. Oh, we did $200,000 on Prime Day. Oh, we did, you know, a million dollars on Black Friday, but like that still you get used to that still. It sounds crazy. It sounds absolutely crazy, but you get used to it. And it's like it might be depressing. And if it's depressing for you, then good. Because I'm glad it's the wake up call that you needed before you get there. That yeah, it's like what happens when you're an athlete and you're chasing honestly, this the same thing happened to me. When I was pole vaulting for IU, I was like, okay, my goal is to go one, two in the big 10 with my roommate and to go to nationals. And that's like, I set my goal there. And like, that's what I thought. I thought that result was what was the greatest prize. In my junior year that happened, well, sophomore year that happened. We went one, two, and then two weeks later we go to nationals. And when I was standing on that podium, I'm thinking, man, I still have like two, three years left. And I don't know. Like I was like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and this, this day is going to be no different. And it hit me where I was like, I, that was not the prize. The prize was that to get there, I all of a sudden had to change my diet. I started eating very healthy and very well for performance. And I started eating the right way day in day out. I started hitting the weight room doing exactly what I was supposed to do. Pushing day in and day out started sleeping. Right. I started drinking enough water. I started doing everything that I had to do to get to the top of that podium. And then as I was at the top of the podium, looking back, thinking that the podium was the prize. No, the prize was that, Who I became and how I changed to get to the podium, that that was what stuck. And that was what, when you look back, you're like, whoa, I'm completely different than I used to be. And it's the exact same thing in business. I look back two years ago and I'm like, oh, to get to this number in sales is the goal. And now I look back because I'm at a higher number than we I ever thought we'd even be at. And I'm like, wait who I've become and what I know and who I've met, that's the real prize. And it's crazy. It's crazy to think, but it's just like, you can't explain that to someone until they go through it. Like if you go through it, if you start this journey in anything like that, and anything that has to do with something along these lines, you really won't know it until you get to look back. And it is just the process. And it's being in it that, you're like, wait a second. That's what this means. That's what my journey that's what the goal was. Was to just grow on this journey, to take this journey, this process, to do as much freaking work as I could do, as much learning as I could do for absolutely no pay, basically, to do all of this to get sued, to get blackmailed, to go viral, to land major retailers, to learn how to climb Amazon to, you know, learning how to do digital advertising, to creating more ads than I could ever create. And to just start, to just absolutely start is the craziest journey, the craziest experience, the life-changing experience, because you look back and you're like, wow, it's not at all about the business. It's about me, my partner, who we become, who we become in life, how we look at life, how we can look at our relationship with God and realize that, Oh wait, the money's not it. Oh wait, when I'm in the lowest of lows, I still have God. I still have my family. I still have these people and I'm going to be okay. And it's just looking back, it's just crazy. It really is just crazy. Like, and I just urge anyone that is thinking about it, that has talked about it, that some crazy idea or wants to do something, just start. That's what I tell everyone. Like when people ask all the time, they ask me all the time, Hey, where do I start? Or what should I do? This and that. I don't care. Literally. I can't tell you just start because when people ask that, And I say, just start, it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't help because I can't help you. Like I really can't. Can I help you with certain situations when you get there? Absolutely. And that's part of the learning. That's part of the process. When you go find people that know what you've been through and they're like, yeah, I can absolutely help you here. Then I can help you. And then that's part of the learning where you look back and you're like, wow, I can't believe we didn't know that. Or I can't believe this happened. That happened. Like you'll look back at so many different instances and experiences and be like, wow, we were idiots. Like we did not know what the hell was going on. So, you know, there's just, it's a beautiful thing of entrepreneurship of starting a business. And I just got a chance. It's a picture popped up. That's what it was. It's just a picture that popped up that made me think of all of this. And we're just two years in. I don't even know what that will look like five, 10 years in. like I have no idea. But all I can know is that if my goal is, is to look in five and 10 years and be like, here's my goal. I hope we're at this point. I think that's where someone will lose. My goal should be, hey, I'm going to keep working as hard as I can. I'm going to keep learning, growing, and doing what I can do every day and enjoying every day with the people I love, with God in my life, and enjoy the process of the lows and the highs and everything that comes with starting a business and entrepreneurship, when I look at that and I'm like, I'm going to enjoy that process. Well, now I think that's how in five and 10 years, I'll look back and be like, wow, look who Brock has become. Look who we've all become. Look what we've built by just by just not stopping. Look what we've built. Because we're gaining more and more employees and that adds a whole nother element, a whole nother challenge in itself of hiring, firing, just getting the right people, the right fit, the right culture, and setting the tone of going, hey, it's not about that end goal. It's not at all about that end goal. It's about just what we're building and how we're building it and the process of building it. And To get people to understand that, it's a a challenge. It's a huge challenge. It really is. But I think if you can find those people, it's totally worth it. It's totally worth it to have them on board and to have them with you if it does end, if there's an exit or whatever that may be, or maybe you just do it for life. But yeah, super, super fulfilling. Um, A ton of work. But if you're thinking about it (coughs) at all, just go. Just jump in. Do it. You're not gonna be passionate. Let me make that very clear. When people say I want to find my passion, I don't know that I don't know that it's gonna be a passion. You think Koozies was my passion? Absolutely not. I don't even drink that much. Um But in my opinion, I think the growth and the process will become your passion. No matter what industry you're in. I know a ton of entrepreneurs that they had this great idea, this crazy idea. That maybe they weren't the, it was a great idea. They weren't the most passionate about that idea. But when you get into it, when you see what you're building and growing, you can become super, super passionate. Like now, yeah, I'm passionate about it, of course, but I'm not passionate every day. I'm just driven every day to go do it because some days I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I just want to watch Netflix. I don't want to work. I'm so sick of people. I'm so sick of employees. Like, sick of, like just, you know you just burnt out a little bit for that day and you just got to be like you know what i'm just gonna just take one thing i'm just gonna attack one thing today to see what happens and i'll start and i'll you get into that groove. you get into that focus you keep going so i know a lot a lot of rambling and but i just love looking back it's super cool and you know i It feels cringy when I'm talking about it and when I'm talking about my past and my learnings, my experiences, but if it can help someone, I will do it, and i will it is honest to God uncomfortable for me. It feels very odd, but I do think, and I've been told that it will help people that it helps someone that it motivates people, and so like if that's the case, absolutely I'll continue to do it, so let me know. Um, and of course, if you think someone will like this, um, absolutely show them, uh, have them take a listen. I try to keep them short so that, you know, you can listen to it on a drive to work or a walk or whatever. So, um, that's just all I ask. Just please share it. Cause I think it's just super fulfilling and super cool to just share the stories and talk to people, um, you know, and let other people listen and just know that, you know, we're bringing people joy on the other end here. So yeah. Share the show. Ask your questions to me if you want to. Uh, Barack Mamoser on LinkedIn. That's where you can find me there or Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. I'm probably not going to respond. So, or even Frost Buddy. Just shoot us, shoot us a DM or a message. So, share the show. I Hope that give a little gives a little insight onto you know just what this journey is all about and what starting a business is like, um, big or small. I don't think it changes. I really don't. So. Yeah. Until next time, that's the Frostbite.